I watch my shadow disappear into the darkness as Heligan House blocks out the low winter sun. Leaves crunch underfoot as I make my way across the gravel, the wind whipping my hair into my face. The promise of winter is in the air, clouds the colour of slate drifting across the sky, and the breeze sends goosebumps rippling across my skin. I'd only grabbed a light jacket from my trip into town earlier, but now a shiver runs through me. I pull my scarf tighter and walk on through the shadow of the house. My phone buzzes in my pocket. I pull it out and smile as I swipe the screen to answer it. I'm almost there, Flick, I say, without preamble. You're early. You're late, comes the reply, and I laugh. My friend could never be accused of being too subtle. I'll meet you by the willow tree, I say, and hang up, tucking my hands into my pockets and lowering my head against the wind. It is fierce here, in the clearing between the house and the woods, and I try to move as fast as my bump will allow. The baby is heavy, sitting low against my pelvis, telling me that she is almost ready to make her entrance into the world. Not yet, little one, I tell her silently. You've got another six weeks to go. I round the corner by the old stables and finally find shelter from the wind. I can't help but glance up at the building beside me, with its decaying roof and wide, weather-worn doors, which will be turned into accommodation to sleep up to eight people. I can almost see it now, and excitement fills me as I picture what it will be like. The bright, airy rooms, the four-poster beds, and the beautiful bathroom suite I loved so much, Henry had it installed in our own bathroom too. We only moved into Heligan House a year ago, as we'd had to wait for the renovations to be completed on what is now our apartment. But it was worth the wait. My husband's ancestral home still takes my breath away. I could get lost here, I said, on my first visit to meet his mother, not long before our wedding. I remember being astounded by the high ceilings and stunning architecture, and all of it surrounded by such beautiful grounds. There are more rooms than I can count, with hidden staircases and a library bigger than the flat I grew up in on the outskirts of Bodmin, which contains more books than I could ever read in a lifetime. Why did you move away? I asked Henry. He only glanced at me, a wry smile on his lips, and said nothing. I can't imagine what it must have been like growing up here, but our daughter will. Heligan House will be her home, her inheritance, and I know it will outlast all of us. Although it still needs a lot of work, particularly the West Wing, which was destroyed by a fire a long time ago, I am utterly in love with this house. Henry had made plans to carve out a separate living space in the East Wing, turning it into an apartment which is almost entirely independent from the rest of the house, with its own front and back doors. I'd like to say I had an influence on the design, but it is Henry who has the grand ideas, and we have both enjoyed seeing his vision come to life in our new home. I love sitting at the breakfast bar or out on the patio with a cup of tea, watching the lake glisten in the distance, the willow tree standing guard over the water. I've never felt more at peace than I do here, which I found odd at first. I'd never expected an estate like this to feel like home. 
but we are happy here, and our daughter will be too. We wanted to think of a name for it, our apartment, to separate it from the rest of the house. We tried a few things, but everything sounded like an Amazon TV show. Nothing seemed to fit. Little Helly, I suggested jokingly, when we were curled up on the sofa together, my feet tucked beneath Henry's legs, the detritus of moving day still strewn around the living room. Little Hell, he responded with a grin, and it stuck, though not in Alice's hearing. Henry's mother lives in the main part of the building, which I have to admit I'm quite glad about. I'm not sure we could actually live together, though in reality she is only a stone's throw away. If I had to describe Alice in one word, it would probably be prickly. She still employs a cook and a maid, and was unimpressed by our refusal to make use of her staff. The idea of having people cook and clean for me is so beyond anything I could ever feel comfortable with. And although Henry was slightly more used to such things, having grown up here, he agreed with me. Sometimes it feels as if Alice is from another time entirely. She doesn't seem to live in the modern world at all.